Workers Independent News Week in Review. For win, I'm Joanne Powers. Nissan assembly plant workers in Canton, Mississippi, have filed for a union election after years of organizing efforts by the United Auto Workers. On Tuesday, workers outlined a pattern of labor abuses, including low wages, poor benefits, unreasonable production quotas, and unsafe conditions. A 2015 NLRB complaint alleges that the company has illegally threatened to close the plant if they form a union. The Canton plant is one of only three Nissan plants worldwide that are not unionized. A thousand airport workers in Philadelphia and the New York City area have suspended a strike after walking off the job at 9 p.m. Tuesday night. The workers are employed by Prime Flight, a subcontractor of American Airlines. Both companies reached out last night to return to the bargaining table. Service Employees International Union 32BJ Vice President Shirley Aldeball. When they came back to the table, they illegally threatened workers for participating in bargaining. We've been trying to get an election at LaGuardia Airport. They have basically openly said said that even if the workers prevail, they have no intention of bargaining with us. They continue to engage in anti-union illegal tactics to intimidate and bully the workers. The workers have basically had enough. After months of talks, 200 low-wage cleaners represented by the same union have also voted to authorize a strike at the Reagan National Airport in Washington, D.C., after their employer refused to provide affordable health care and an income that keeps up with the airport's living wage. Over 1,200 nurses at Tufts Medical Center in Boston began a 24-hour strike on Wednesday, the city's first nurses' strike in over 30 years. Negotiations between the union and the hospital broke down over long-term staffing inadequacies. Mary Havlicek Kornakia is co-chair of the bargaining unit for the Massachusetts Nurses Association. We're going to make every effort to return to work tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., but we have been told that the hospital intends to lock us out for four additional days. A unique alliance of labor unions and private investors announced Thursday that they had purchased the Chicago Sun-Times newspaper, along with weekly the Chicago Reader. Organized by the Chicago Federation of Labor, the purchase prevented a bid by the owner of a rival newspaper, the Chicago Tribune, which raised concerns that the two papers would be merged at the expense of jobs, journalistic integrity, and the diversity of voices in the country's third-largest media market. Craig Rosenbaum is executive director of the Chicago News Guild, which represents newsroom workers at the Sun-Times and the Reader. While they were not involved with the coalition that purchased the paper, they were pleased that they didn't end up in the hands of the owners of the Tribune. I think it's great now that we have actually owners that want to talk about issues that are important to working class people, that are important to minorities, because that's really what Chicago is made up of. I think it should get national attention because I don't know of this ever happening, ever. Workers Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham.